0: From Quoted Studios, this is Blank on Blank, distributed by PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. I'm David Gerlach. This week, we're bringing you a rare recording of Nina Simone. It's an interview that hasn't been heard in nearly 50 years, and the conversation is so warm and casual, I thought that we'd start with a bond, a bond that formed over fashion between Nina and the woman who interviewed her that day, Lillian Terry. Roll the tape.
1: I have a feeling that evening gowns are your weakness. Well, clothes. Yes, period. Yes. <laughs> I love clothes. You love clothes. Yes, I do. And I know what a part clothes play in okay. your performance. I okay. mean, if you come out and you look the way you want to look, you will create a mood before exactly. you open your mouth. Exactly. And sometimes that can be enough to get your audience exactly in the groove where you want them.
0: So, Lillian Terry told me that she had always wanted to interview Nina Simone. Now, Lillian, who was quite a jazz singer herself, also had a national radio show in Italy, and everyone from Ray Charles to Duke Ellington came onto her show. But she had heard that Nina really didn't enjoy speaking to white people. Thankfully, Lillian had a confidant in Max Roach, the legendary jazz drummer, who introduced Lillian to Nina at the Newport Festival in 1968. Hey, Nina! Lillian Terry comes from Egypt, Roach said, which was true. Lillian was born in Cairo to a father from Malta and a mother from Italy. Anyway, with that simple introduction, Nina waved Lillian over, and soon they were talking about Nefertiti and the pharaohs. Nina even told Lillian she thought she'd been in Egypt in a previous life. They hit it off. A few days later, Lillian went to Nina's house in Mount Vernon, New York. They sat by the pool, the tape recorder was turned on, and the conversation continued.
1: Do you choose your gowns according to the mood that you want to set that evening? Yes and no. Uh, Like last year, I wore the same gown for a year. Everywhere I went, I wanted people to remember me looking a certain way. It made it easier for me. What was the gown like? It was a black, crocheted, fishnet jumpsuit Mm -hmm. with a flesh-colored lining. So when I came on stage, the illusion was that I was (laughs) absolutely naked. I loved that. Uh It always kind of Uh, shocked people enough that they became mine immediately. (laughs) Nina Simone is my stage name. I have been using this name ever since I've been in show business it's about 15 years now Mm -hmm. since I was three I've been playing the piano I've been on stage my mother is uh, an evangelist and I used to play the piano at her revival meetings yes, you have one daughter? yes, I have one daughter how old is she? she's five, she'll be six in September I see, and does she play the piano, does she like music? oh, she loves music will sit at the piano when she's in the mood and pick out her own song. Yeah. She dances fantastic and she mimics me all the time <laughs> and has the nerve to tell me when I'm wrong. Uh, when I sing she, lyrics that are wrong, she'll tell she'll me. Tell you she's very, That's talented, but it's fun to her and I want to keep it that yes. way. There was one song you sang in Newport, the one that starts enlisting the various things you haven't got. Oh yes, that's ain't got, no ain't got no and I got life. Uh, two titles. Yes, to the tune. It is from a new Broadway play called Hair. Mm-hmm. It's a hippie song. Do you remember the words? Of course you yes. do. Yes. It says I ain't got no home, ain't got no shoes, ain't got no money, ain't got no class. No faith, no mind, and got no god. Then the song stops, and then it says, well, what have you got? So you get the two yes, pictures right yes, there. Yes. Really, in these days, and these hard times, yes. is you must be grateful that you are surviving, yes. that you have your help. And of course, the last song you sang. Was very beautiful. The King of Love is Dead. Dead. And that's composed by my bass player. Dr. King was killed on Thursday, and Gene Taylor composed that tune Friday. So it was completely inspired. In a narrative way, it is a folk song. Why was he killed? It was bigotry that sealed his fate. You can shed your tears, but they won't change a thing. Will my country ever learn? Must it kill at every turn? We have to know what the consequences of these acts will bring. Folks, you'd better stop and think. And it says, folks, you'd better stop and think, because we're all heading for the brink, which is the truth. Yes. What will happen now that the king of love is dead? What's going to happen? So the song is, is extremely powerful. Yes, it is. it is. There's no time. conclusion. It just leaves you up in the air. Yes. It's a good time for black people to be alive it's a lot of hell and a lot of violence but i feel more alive now than I ever have in my life i have a chance to live as i've dreamed do you think that your child will be living through the revolutionary years i don't know love whatever it is she's going a better to have chance. pride in her own blackness she's going to have a chance to be more than just somebody who's on the outside looking in like Mm -hmm. it's been for most of us and my parents before me but she may see more bloodshed than I've ever even dreamed of I have no way of knowing that evolution the cycle goes round and round. it's time for us
0: That was Nina Simone speaking with Lillian Terry in 1968. On our website, we've taken a look at Nina's remarkable style, the ups and downs of her career, and the influence she continues to have more than a decade after her death. Check it all out, blankonblank.org. There you can also watch our animated Nina Simone episode. It's from our series with PBS Digital Studios. I do want to thank Lillian Terry and her son Francesco Crosara for reaching out to us about this remarkable collection of jazz interviews Right now, Lillian is uh, working on a literary project. It's called Voices from the Jazz Dimension, and she's looking for a publishing partner to bring her interviews to life in print and possibly as an audiobook. Learn more at LillianTerry.com. As always, Amy Drazdovska produced this episode with me, and we are alive and kicking on Instagram and Facebook. Find us at blank on blank. That's all for this week's show. Until next time, I'm David Gerlach, and we'll leave you with the end of the tape as Nina and Lillian say goodbye.
1: Why don't you come to Italy on vacation? Well, you're sweet, love, but uh, you're the only one I know there, and I don't like to go to strange places. <laughs> I was in Italy for about five hours on oh. my way to Africa. I see. Well, and I got pinched. in the airport? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. I liked it. Oh, I really beautiful. did. <laughs> right there in the airport. <laughs> so, let's say, arrivederci. Arrivederci. You know what that means. Yeah, of course I do. Yes. <laughs> right. Bye-bye. Bye.